T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now back to Hurricane Hotline on the home of the U. AM 560 and FM 96.5 HD2 WQAM. Driven by Williamson Cadillac. For value, style, and performance, visit Miami's premier luxury dealership. Click WilliamsonCadillac.com now. Here's Don Bailey Jr. and the voice of the Hurricanes, Joe Zagacki. Great to have you back on the show. And uh, great to have Dan Day with us in the command center tonight. Operating the show. The University of Miami women's basketball team. It was a marvelous day yesterday. Four players in double figures as uh, the Hurricanes defeated Pittsburgh on senior day. Joining us now, University of Miami women's head coach, Katie Meyer. Coach, good evening. Thanks for being with us. Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. And uh, how was senior day for you yesterday? Nice result. I know that much. Yeah, emotional as always. And just honestly, a little bit more emotional this year just because of uh, who we were celebrating and, and how much she's been through. You know, it was really crazy. Um, and I'm so glad that she came back home after, you know, I'm so glad Beatrice came back after going to Baylor first and uh, was able to have the love and support and the comfort of her family in this community because, um, you know, she's had some adversity and, uh, She's been really strong, so it was it was just a great day to celebrate just an amazing, uh, you know, student athlete. Uh, Beatrice Montpremier, her ninth double double of the season, thirteen points, ten rebounds, uh, second double double since coming back uh, from the injury and yeah. a season of what could have been. Of course, she missed a great part of the season, but has made a huge difference as you've won back to back games now with her in the lineup. Yeah, and and really played very very well at Boston College with her not even having practice. So it, it's amazing what one player can do for the confidence of their entire team, you know, their team and the, the, the just the strategies. And, the, I mean, whether she scores or not, just her presence out there has really helped free up, like a Kelsey Marshall, I think, who's playing great since Beatrice has been back. And, and Brianna Jackson, who was just carrying such a heavy load as a freshman, trying to replace a fifth-year senior All-American player of the year candidate, you know, and uh, you're a freshman, you show up, you think you're going to play, you know, hopefully I play five minutes a game and I have a nice little role. And we're like, hey, you're starting and we need double doubles. I mean, it's just been a lot on, on Bree. And I think she's just, she's playing great now that Beatrice is back a lot freer. So it's, it's been fun. You know, it's a real story and, and resilience and perseverance, that's for sure. I do want to get to the ACC tournament in a moment. I took a pretty good peek at those brackets, at the bracket, and I think you can do a lot of damage in the tournament. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, but you, you, you did have four players in double figures yesterday. We mentioned Beatrice. Uh, Kelsey Marshall scored 21 for you. 
Mikea Gray at 19 and, and uh, Jackson at 11. And you mentioned Kelsey Marshall, but uh, nice to see a balanced effort. It really was, and it didn't start out that way. When you really look at, I mean, our first five minutes of that basketball game, we had one field goal and one free throw. I mean, we were struggling on the offensive end uh, in a very positive way, though. I mean, we gave Beatrice the ball in every awkward position you could ever give someone a basketball just to try to make sure her senior night, you know, just like a, it was like a thank you, B, thank you, B. We kept throwing in, but it wasn't it wasn't a gift. She was double teamed. She was. Stuffed. I mean, it was it was it was an unbelievable. It was just bad basketball with great intentions, you know. Mm-hmm. So, she we 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 gave her like six shots and none of them were good, and she kept trying. And finally, I had to say at a timeout, "Hey guys, you know what? B's going to get hers. She's got hers her whole career. Calm down. Like you guys got to find your own shots, and that'll open her up. And once Kelsey and Mikea and and you know India started hitting, um, it really opened things up for for Beatrice. And so a, a very nice way to conclude uh, the regular season. Of course, the other night uh, was a hard-fought road victory for you. Yeah, and those are rare, and we cherish them. You know, we say, uh, you know, road wins count double, but ACC road wins, we count them as three. They're just an, an amazing thing to get, and we struggled this year on the road overall. So we've been picking up the road wins lately, and um you know, that's a really tough place to win, and Wake Forest is a very veteran team. So uh, we played great. I mean, we had 18 assists. We shared the ball. Um, we we really, really – a lot of skip passes, which is something we hadn't shown all year. And we get the ball over our head, and we start finding our shooters. And then if our shooters are hitting, we go inside. And just basic basketball. But, you know, the formula was working. And, and then it worked again against Pitt. And then, um, obviously, we got to keep that rolling going into Greensboro. Okay, so you're going to go to Greensboro. Uh, going to play on Wednesday. You have Clemson. You draw Clemson in the first round. Yeah, and it, it's 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 crazy. But in the last two years, we've played Clemson three times, but Beatrice has not been in any of the games. <laughs> so, and last year, unfortunately, it was you know after her father passed, and um, and then the two times we played them this year, um, she wasn't she wasn't healthy. So it, it it's it's going to be a new it's a new twist for for this rivalry which will be a great rivalry. Obviously, the coach at Clemson, Amanda Butler, and I, I mean, she was my assistant at Charlotte for four years. Um, we're very good friends. Our families are close. Um, so that's always an underlying story. But I think this time it's more about um, you know for the first time Beatrice has been at Miami. It's the first time she'll play Clemson, and um, we're going to really try to see how much that changes our strategy and how much that changes the game. Uh, you go in as the number 11 seed. You don't feel like, to me, you don't feel like uh, an 11 seed. Uh, the tip-off is at 630, uh, so that'll be uh, later, a game later in the day. Clemson, uh, what are some of the challenges, do you think, uh, uh, facing Clemson? Of course, you mentioned they've never seen Be- – they have not had to play against Beatrice, so that's going to be a big challenge for them as well. Yeah, they, they're a zone-based team, you know, and they've done a great job um, with different – you know, some people say a 2-3. I mean, nobody plays a traditional 2-3 anymore. It's either a matchup, it's a siding zone, it's a blocking zone. It's all these things. You know, you ice, you do all these new terms, right? But um, they do all of them. So it's it's a zone it's a zone concept zone, but they'll they'll match up and it'll feel like man to man. They'll they'll take a couple people out. They'll face guard out of their zone. They'll trap out of their zone. So um, you you just better have a team that knows you know has great chemistry and can share the basketball because if you don't they're going to separate you they're going to they're going to block you they're going to keep your good players away from the ball they do a fantastic job 
of that. And so it's nice to have, you know, last time we played them at Clemson, we actually freed up our post players, had a lot of assists. Somebody like Jameer Houston had like four assists. Um, Melina Johnson, City Baba, she did a great job of, of moving the ball. And that's that's how you have to beat them. So you have to go through your post players. Um, it's nice to have, uh, you know, the 6-5 option, but that's going to be a big challenge for us. Yeah, this is a long road to hoe uh, coming out of uh, uh, playing, having to play on Wednesday. But if you win, uh, or when you win, uh, Boston College is in the on-deck circle. Yeah, I mean, you know, as a coach, you're not supposed to look forward, but you, you do look at the bracket. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, sure. you do. We gave it to our kids today in film. I mean, that's what you do. You say, hey, this is March. Um, the biggest deal is right now, you know, they're, we're undefeated in March. And I know that if we stay undefeated in March, then, you know, everyone's going to be celebrating Miami. And that's the, that's the point, you know, in, in November and December, you might gain your confidence, but you don't gain a reputation. You know, ballers like big time players in March, they get stops and they hit shots. It's that's what defines a basketball player. So nobody cares what you did in February. Nobody cares what you did in January. It's all about March. And, uh, we're playing really well. So we have games in March. You know, we've had one game. We have another guaranteed game. How many more games can we get in March? And, and what can we do with your legacy? And that's that's my whole – that's where my mind is right now. Well, uh, I hope I say this properly, but if these, these matchups were regular season games with your team at full strength, you would look at this and say, we have very reasonable chance of beating these teams. It's Boston College and Duke that are in your bracket, and you have beaten those teams in the past. Right, and and did and played very well uh, this year against both of them. And like I said, the, you know, we played Boston College. Beatrice had not even scrimmaged. I was told five to ten minutes, and then she got in there, and she yeah. was really great. So we got about twelve out of her in that game. But um, it was more, you know, uh, I, we feel good. But also, I mean, we played Duke without her, and I thought that was one of our better games, to be honest. And Duke had a couple of special performances and big moments where they had to answer, and they did. Um, but you know, we're, I would be more, I, I'd be thinking more about the other coaches who are, who drew Miami than, than who Miami has drawn. I, I, I think that we're, we're a scary matchup and I don't think anybody wants us right now. And, and, and I like that. I like to be, I like to be in that position. Yeah. I think, uh, I think, um, you're going to do some damage in this, uh, ACC tournament. The, uh, who I'm looking at the first teams and the second teams that were released, the all ACC teams. Um, who were the players, maybe off the top of your head, uh, that maybe you you were most impressed with this year? Maybe they gave you the uh, toughest time playing against them, or tough time coaching against them. Who maybe were one or two of the top players that you thought, well, man, this this yeah. player is really really good. Well, you know, I, I think sometimes you look at stats, but I always look at like the competitive moments in a game and, and, and who wills their team to victory. And I, I really thought that Haley Gorecki this year from Duke, um, there was a moment Duke had a very, very bad preseason. They, they weren't connecting. They weren't as healthy. They weren't good. And there was a moment. And I really believe I knew the game. They were at Clemson and they were getting beat and they were getting beat bad. And they made this huge comeback, but they didn't win. But in that moment, you just saw this team transform. And I think Haley Gorecki, from Duke has had an amazing season in how competitive she is. And, you know, she almost averages a triple-double. Like, she's done a lot of unbelievable stats. But if if 20 rebounds was needed, she can get you that. If 30 points was needed, she's done that. If 10 assists were needed. And so those competitive players that just look around and see what their team needs, um, I've been just 
stunned by her uh, effort this year. I, I think she she's had an amazing year, and um, I, I, I think the one of the also also like amazing stories this year was the effort that was done at Virginia Tech. Like their entire team, they lost a lot. They were they they've been in the NIT. They've been a great team. Um, you know, really balanced. But this year they had a couple of newcomers that just came in and really elevated their team. They had enough players that had the experience of of close wins and close losses, and then they had some new play new players with some fresh mentality. That's really they have a freshman uh, Kitley and then a fifth year graduate transfer Taja Cole. And those two players have have been as impactful as any newcomers have been this year in the league. What do you think the ACC or how many do you think from the ACC will get to the tournament? Well, I mean, it'd be a shame if we don't get six. I mean, we've been we've had eight, we've had nine. Um, we haven't had the best year in terms of uh, overall. And then, of course, we get into the conference and everybody beats everybody, like I said. I mean, Clemson beat Duke, if you think about that right now and think about where they're standing. But that was a game I watched and Clemson was better. You know, it the, uh, us, Miami, I mean, we, we, we're going to go and we're going to beat some people and we're going to ruin some seasons. And, and that's, that's, you know, Notre Dame. And you think about Notre Dame. I mean, they go and they, they beat Florida State. So, um it, our league in a non-conference, we were young. You know, we lost a lot. Everybody lost a lot. And then when we got into conference, it's the first time we've played 18 games, and it's it's really kind of caused as much damage as it's caused elevating, you know, because there's two more games, which means, you know, 30 more losses. You know, that's a lot more losses in the conference. And um, so as we figure it out, I think uh, next year we'll handle a lot more in the non-conference, and then we'll be back to the 8-9 that we're supposed to. You know, I, I – I, um kind of overlooked that part of the conversation the extra games inside the ACC but I know just from watching the uh, men play and they've expanded that from uh, 16 to 18 to 20 and you know they're beating the hell out of each other but it's uh, it's mentally it is people might think oh what's two games but two games is a lot I mean it's it's a it's you know, there's a lot of arguments, and obviously the inventory and the rivalries and the fan base and the marketing and the network and all that, I mean, I know that's a real positive. So it's going to – the positives are coming, but both men and women, we jumped up. You know, we jumped up and we had more inventory. And listen, now, you schedule two and three years out. Like, yeah. you do schedule far out. You have these longstanding – you know, we have Oregon State. we got to go to, you know, Corvallis next year. Like, they're a great team. These are long-term contracts that you get into. And so when you get into them um, and then you all of a sudden add some more games, it just takes, it takes a year or two to sort of adjust. And once we all adjust, it's going to be awesome. But this is the year it's caught sort of, I think, and the women's basketball side, it's sort of caught all of us in a, in a scheduling flux a little bit. You know, I do think it's a worthwhile conversation for the league that, to, to have because I do understand what they're saying. It's more games on the women side, more, more conference games, uh, which they think is better for the ACC network. On the other hand, on the other hand, um, like you just said, this you're you're taking your team to the Pacific Northwest. You've created these matchups, some great matchups, yeah. and right. you and I think personally, one of the things that made Miami football great, and one of the reasons why the brand is so strong, is when they were winning, when we were winning uh, those championships. They're also going to Notre Dame and Michigan and. Right. Uh, Washington and Texas, and so you're exposing your program to a wider geographic map. And I don't know that the ACC, you know, taking a look at this, going, okay, let's play more conference games. 
if that's better than than expanding your geographic map, exposing your conference to the West Coast or the Midwest or whatever it might be. Right. And, you know, that's that's the decision that is made at a level above me, you right. know, and right. and I'm, I'm all in it. You know, we're I'm, I'm a big ACC proponent and I think it's the best conference in across the board and all the sports, certainly with the academic reputation that, you know, when you're competing, you know who you're competing against and, you know, it's a full of integrity academic institution. You know they're not doing shortcuts. I mean, you know that, and you have a lot of pride. So I love the games. You know, I, I'm, but I also love that at the end of the day, like more than half of our league should be in the NCAA. You know, that's been the tradition in women's basketball. We have been the number one RPI team. We're not this year. It, there's a there's a there's a lot of factors. There's a lot of factors. We lost so much talent from the league last year, and then the two. Most important returning players, like the two two females that decided to come back instead of forego instead of go to the WNBA, is Tiana Mangakaya from Syracuse, and unfortunately she was diagnosed with breast breast cancer. She would have been one of the candidates for preseason player of the year, but she's missed the entire season. And then Beatrice Montpremier, who has missed you know thirteen conference games. So that also the two reigning stars that we had returning. Um, you know, had, had tough circumstances this year. So there's a lot of factors. So it'll play out, and the league's going to be the number one again. Um, so that's where we're at, you know. And, and right now we're going to go in that tournament and, and try to establish uh, our dominance again. Is there a team, excluding their talent, a team uh, style-wise, also excluding Miami, that in the tournament, because I know you would, you would be tough to play, I know the answer, uh, but is there another team, because of their style, when they get out of conference play, will be hard for somebody to handle? Like a surprise team? Not so much a surprise team, but a team that play. You play a distinct style. I think if, when you're out of yeah. conference, you're going to be, you know, you're hard to play. And I think that would make you a very hard tournament team. Is there a team that yeah. when they get to the NCAA tournament because of you their know, style? Just the opposite of our style. I think Georgia Tech this year, which was, I mean, our, our matchups with them, we played them twice, we split, you know. <laughs> They beat us at home. We beat them at home in two games where each team had a significant lead. Um, I, I, we had a decent lead. I think we had like 14-point lead. I know we were down 18 or 20 at halftime at home and came back and beat them. But their style is to slow it down, to be very efficient in their possessions, to score 50 points a game. They're number one. When we played them the first time, number one in defensive you know, scoring I mean, in the nation. And and then you have us. So when we play each other, it was such a dramatic pendulum swing of, of basketball games. But I think when Georgia Tech, um, the way they defend and, and they really choose angles and they're very spatial in their defense and they're very physical. They got great size and they got an incredibly high basketball IQ. But, you know, they want to win 52 to 50. Um, and that style, um, you know, you have to be very familiar with it. And I have played them a couple times to beat them. Um, and then our style with the traps and multiple defenses, and we'd love to we'd love to be eighty, you know, eighty to seventy five. I mean, so when those two teams match up, it it was an interesting matchup this year. So I think both of us uh, uh, have different styles than just your average team. And, and we can't leave this out. Uh, Mikea Gray named all ACC defensive team and leads <laughs> the league in steals with sixty four. Right, what a season she's had. I mean. Uh, but I think Mikea, you know, she led the ACC in steals and, and did it. Um, a lot of them were in transition. So, I mean, you're think, it's one thing to, to sit there in a happy, you know, you play Tony Bennett or Dick Bennett's defense, right? You sit there, yeah. you stand in the gaps. 
you anticipate passing lanes. You 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 have a scout report. You're I'm telling you, Mikea Gray Steels are, you know, full speed. Uh, somebody's making a move there. You got to go to the scout report and their downhill attacks. I mean, she's getting steals um, in transition. She's getting steals off of six foot five players who you know dribble the ball and she goes and gets it. So she did a lot of what we call stunt steals. She did a lot of uh, scout steals. She did a lot of gap steals. I mean, she really really. Uh, mentally had a very, very high-level year defensively, so I'm really glad that they recognize that. It's a, it's a lot of work that that kid puts in. Well, as uh, always, want to thank you, and as always, you're great at this radio thing. Uh, so <laughs> thank you very much, and such a, a great representative of the University of Miami and a spokesperson. Proud to be there. Yeah. Proud to be. Yeah, I just I love this, I love this place, and uh, we're going to make you proud. Greensboro is going to be a good time. You're you're also a great spokesperson for women's basketball, which is important as well. And uh, thanks for being with us here tonight. The best of luck in Greensboro. All right, let's go Canes. Bye. That's University of Miami head coach Katie Meyer. When we come back, we'll talk baseball. Gino Damari in the on-deck circle. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.